Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning, Gareth. Nice to chat to you. It seems to be getting better each year. I don't know if it's because of the, the, the power of a year long and a few of the other Victorian studs that have really stepped up in recent times and they've put out the challenge to New South Wales to say, hey, um, you might be the king's heir and the hunter, but we're, we want to chase you down in a way. And um, I think the catalogue represents that in a way. Yeah, I think success builds momentum and sales had great success the last five years. A lot of good horses come out of the sale. I think that's given buyers confidence in the sale. I think that builds the confidence of vendors and you look to build on that momentum. Obviously, as you mentioned, Yulong has made massive investment in the state. You know, even in terms of their group of stallions at the moment, uh, Written Tycoon is flying. You know, he's obviously an older horse now and he's a horse that's not to be taken for granted. You know, it's a, an opportunity to buy yearlings by a fantastic stallion that we might not, you know, that we're not going to have significant numbers of going forward. So there's a big draw there. And then Alabama Express has made a pretty fantastic start with his first two-year-olds, and he's at the other end of his career. He's starting off and really couldn't have started off in a better fashion. So even just from their point of view, they had a huge amount of appeal to the sale in their in their own right. I remember running to Vin Cox a few weeks ago, and he's he's excited, but he knows there's a big job in front of front of him there at Yearlong Farm. But um, I've never seen anything like it. I think it's it's definitely a record. Um, for the Melbourne Premier sale, but have you ever sold um, so many horses from the one farm at the one sale? You've caught me on the hop. Um, I don't think so. No, Certainly not in my time at English. They've I mean, got I'd their own barn, haven't they, at Melbourne Premier? I'd, I'd, I'd imagine it's possible in the past it would have happened, but yep. you know, they've accumulated a huge number of nice mares. You know, They've bred those mares to a number of their younger stallions to give them an opportunity to get up and going. A horse like Lucky Vega, who comes to Australia with really good credentials from Europe, has had fantastic support, for example. Um, and Alabama Express sets a good precedent for that and the success that that approach has had. So, look, it, it's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out, but the market and the sport is definitely better for that sort of investment, and hopefully uh, they can benefit from the good fortune that their investment deserves. And you've got a representation of the best Danes around the world that will be there at the, the Melbourne Premier Sale. Um, and, um, it seems to be a sale as well. When I look back and had a look back through the history there yesterday is that it's a, like the classic sales got the reputation where you can find a bargain, but I think you can definitely find a bargain at the premium sale. It seems to me the best horses have been nearly under a hundred thousand dollars of recent times there, Sebastian. Yeah. 15 group one winners out of the sales yeah. since 2018 for a hundred thousand dollars or less. It's a pretty, <laughs> it's, 
in, in terms of statistics, that's about as strong a sell of any yeah. sale that you would give. Um, obviously, think about it's a poster boy for the sale, an Everest winner, multiple group one winner. I've lost count of much prize money he's won, but he was a $70,000 yearling from the sale. Uh, you know, interestingly, that day that he won the Everest was just an extraordinary endorsement for the Premier sale as a whole. I Am Me won the Sydney Stakes, a mm. very valuable sprint in Sydney. Griff won the Caulfield Guineas. Attrition won the Tourac. Uh, I think there were six or seven stakes winners out of the sale on that day, which is one of the best days of racing. Maybe even the best day of racing on the Australian calendar across New South Wales and Victoria. And, yeah, I mean, this, the sale continues, continues to perform at an extremely high level. You know, it's a credit to the people who are developing these horses. You know, the profile of the stallions across Australia is evolving all the time. Obviously, we've got I'm Invincible, Schnitzel, Zoostar, Ritten Tycoon, uh, etc. well uh, represented in the catalogue. They're supplemented by some Frankel yearlings um, who add some intrigue to the catalogue, but a huge amount of the appeal in the catalogue is across the younger stallions, whether it's the first crop horses or the progressive young stallions, you know, Horses like Justify, Harry Angel, The Autumn Sun, Trapeze Artist, Blue Point, Too Darn Hot, you know, all these young emerging stallions, you know, they really do add intrigue to the to the catalogue. And shopping that part of the market, you know, mm-hmm. creates an opportunity because if these stallions go on and progress to the heights that we think they will, particularly the first season stallions, you know, their progeny become that bit more expensive in years to come. So this is an opportunity to find them and find them at a bit of value. And I know a lot of people like to target that part of the market. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing horses like Ole Kirk and see what they can do at this premier sale coming up, which starts, of course, on Sunday. But you have a look at the honour roll. Like, I know, think about it, he's the, the, the star at the moment. But Nature Strip, we go back to Black Caviar. It's a famous story how Peter Moody was looking through the catalogue and a Bell Esprit went for what, 200 or thousand, which was about a hundred thousand above the average of a Bell Esprit. So um, there's so many famous stories that have hailed from this sale. I was a tradition of selling good horses at this sale. You go all the way back to Sacred Kingdom, who was, I don't want to say the first great sprinter in Hong Kong, but like a, a genuinely great yeah. horse in Hong Kong, extraordinary horse, the Calder family bred. Uh, you progress through the Black Caviar and the Star Spangled Banner, and then more recently, Nature Strip, Ole Kirk. I mean, there, there's a very broad cross section of uh, high class horses that come out of the sale. And, you know, when, when you know, we talk about it all the time, you, you dig for gold where gold's been found before, whatever way the phrase goes. And it's a sale that consistently produces good horses at good value. And, you know, I think if people are serious about participating in the yearling market and trying to find good horses, it's a sale that you have to take seriously because you can come here expecting to buy a good horse, not hoping. And I think that's a, I think that's a good endorsement of the sale. Well, it's exciting because um, I would recommend that you'd want to buy up here at the premier sale, only because I was in Saudi Arabia last week, um, Sebastian, and I was talking to a few racing managers of different sheiks around the Middle East, and they all want to be coming to the Easter sale. So... <laughs> And I yeah, tell you, it, they've it, got deep pockets. It, it'll be, I mean, more broadly, it'll be a fascinating thing to see how uh, the sport in this country evolves over the next five to ten years because, you know, racing is a fantastic product and yeah. it's done particularly well in Australia. I think the more time people spend around the world, the more evidence they would see of that, the way the sport is promoted, the way the public engage with it. 
And I think only, it's only a matter of time before that continues to make more and more appeal, or that's going to continue to make more and more appeal to international investors. It's only a matter of time we see more of those international investors recognise Australia, recognise Australia as a place where they want to be. I mean, obviously we've got major international investors in Australia already, whether it's Godolphin, Coolmore, etc. But you know, it's hard to escape the feeling that that's only likely to grow over the next five, ten, fifteen years. And to be honest, it's great that people like you go over there to try and spread the word. It's huge. It's a huge boon to our community that we have ambassadors that go around the world to promote our sport. No, I think it's exciting, and, and I think everyone's blown away with this. The the what Australian racing is. I think there's a lot of people that are jealous of us um, overseas, especially with our prize money. But the way that we, as you pointed out, promote the game, and um, yeah, it is a sport that that has always been so important. Um, and we need to find our champion. Hopefully, we can do that at the Melbourne Premier Sale. Coming up, starting on Sunday, and uh, inspections. We've interviewed a lot of trainers over the last couple of days. They're busy already inspecting. I would imagine they would want to start a little early today with the racing starting early. That um, it's going to be a hot, hot day. So um, there's still plenty of other days where they can expect the yearlings. And then we get started on a Sunday. Really looking forward to that. So and we'll be out there on a Friday. So we'll catch you then, Sebastian. Gareth, really appreciate your time, ever.